Hello, I'm Damien Venuto. It's October 12th and this is The Front Page, a daily podcast presented by the New Zealand Herald. Auckland has spoken. The country's largest city has a new mayor in Wayne Brown. The 76-year-old received nearly half the votes for mayor after running a campaign focused on fixing the super city. The former mayor of the far north says his win gives him a mandate for change, with key policies focused on shaking up council-controlled organisations and cutting costs. But how exactly will he deliver on those promises? And with less than a third of Aucklanders bothering to vote, how secure is his mandate? Today, I'm joined by NZ Herald senior writer Simon Wilson to discuss the changes ahead under Tamaki Makoro's new mayor. Simon, Wayne Brown publicly took issue with your reporting in the last few weeks of the campaign. How did that play into your reaction when you saw the results come in on Saturday afternoon? You have to put those things aside, don't you? I've had a job to do, report on the campaign, ask the questions. That's what I've tried to do. So on Saturday, I sat down and wrote a list of 10 tasks for the new mayor. It would have been much the same whoever won. I don't think that's an attacking piece. I think that's a piece that um, sets out a potential program of urgent tasks. It was interesting because off the back of that piece, the criticism of you continued and then you had people questioning whether you should run for mayor. I mean, how does that feel that you've been dragged into the middle of everything like this? I tell you what, if you believed social media, you would believe that some people who have nothing better to do with their time than simply to attack without even reading what I'm writing were speaking for everyone. And they're clearly not. That's not how it works. So I'm just trying to ignore them. Were you surprised how significant the margin of victory was for Wayne Brown over Efeso Collins? Yes, I was. I thought it would be closer. I know that Efeso Collins in the late stage of the campaign especially had a very active ground game. But you have to give it to Wayne Brown. He ran a brilliant campaign. His strategy of being Mr Fixit, having that message very clearly out there everywhere. He spent money to do it and got on him. It was a brilliant slogan. It allowed people to read into it whatever they wanted to. Fix Auckland. If you think in any way Auckland needs fixing, he was your guy. I thought that was brilliant. Is that the lesson from this campaign, that basically if you can have a real succinct message that you can repeat over and over again, that that repetition is really the key to success? I think it's one of, the, one of the lessons. Um, Brown also very explicitly said he was targeting uh, homeowners and people over, over the age of 50 because they're the people who vote much more than anyone else. That clearly worked for him. So that's another message that that hasn't changed. Fesso Collins worked very hard to try and activate South Auckland, West Auckland, a different kind of base clearly didn't work. That's a reminder to people about how you win local body elections in, in the city. doesn't necessarily follow for the general election, but it's certainly clear for the local body election. And then on top of all that, Brown was very successful in painting himself as the change agent. It's not clear because he hasn't announced policy what he's going to change and whether he's going to change in the way of leading us forward or whether change simply means undoing some things. But he was very successful in doing that. Efeso Collins, who was not part of Phil Goff's inner team, was painted as the status quo candidate, and he allowed that to ride. So Brown was smart on that, and Efeso Collins didn't manage to counter it well. Together with those who have been elected, or I don't know yet, we will have sufficient skills in Auckland for us to make the decisions and the experience to fix Auckland. Under my leadership, Auckland will make it absolutely clear what our region wants without any so-called help setting out our priorities from central government politicians and bureaucrats in Wellington. 
Let's dig into the details of what the mayor actually does. So now that Wayne Brown is the mayor, how much power does he actually have to reshape Auckland and bring into effect his promises of fixing it? If a mayor doesn't have support from the council, they, they'll have a very tough time. And we've seen that in Wellington with Andy Foster, where certainly in the first part of his term of office, uh, in the last term, he really struggled with a council who were not on board with a lot of the things he said he wanted to do. Or he wasn't on board with what they wanted to do because they were more programmatic about it than him. Wayne Brown appears to have a council who will support him. We don't know what's going to happen in specials, but there are a number of very close votes. And if they change, that would tip it more towards a more evenly balanced council. So that's possible. But on top of that, I think what's likely to happen is that all the councillors will look to establish a constructive relationship with the new mayor. I think they'll all want to do that. And that's what they'll be telling him this week. He may or may not believe them. He may want to set up a us and them thing, or he may want to say, OK, let's see if we can find a way for everyone to work together. We don't know how it's going to play, but I don't think there'll be councillors who'll go, I'm against the mayor from day one. I don't think we'll see that. Across the country, we did see a pretty large shift that's been celebrated by the right in terms of winning a lot of those local body elections. Why do you think we have had that shift? There is a shift to the right, and I think the central government, Jacinda Ardern's government, has to read into that as a ticking off. Because the account has been so low, uh, the actual turnout's been so low, you can reasonably assume that a whole lot of people who might want to vote for the Labour Party in the general election next year stayed at home on the local body elections. So, so that may have happened. So it's not like this is the end of the line for the Labour government, but there is a message in it. They've got to do more to communicate and connect. That's certainly true. That's the first part. The second part is there's an incumbency issue. If you want to look at how come the Green Party mayor of Dunedin lost his seat, but the Green Party new mayor of Wellington won, well, incumbency is the argument. And in Auckland, if Esso Collins appeared to be incumbent, he was branded as part of the existing council setup. You know, there's a vote against that. So I think incumbency, people are annoyed, frustrated. Our lives have not been going well. We all know this and we want someone to be held responsible for it. So I think that's in play as well. An open letter published in the New Zealand Herald. His message to Auckland Transport, the board of directors should heed the message from the election and offer to resign. Chairperson and director Adrian Young Cooper already has, saying the mayor designate wants a clear runway. I willingly exit the role. Wayne Brown did have quite a few targets during his campaign. One of his principal targets was Auckland Transport, and we've now seen Chair Adrian Young standing down hours after Brown's victory. What ramifications will her departure have, and can we expect to see other members of that board stepping down too? I would imagine that most of the other members of the board will stay in place for the time being. There needs to be a board for Auckland Transport to function, and we need Auckland Transport to function for a whole lot of reasons to do with roads and buses and trains and everything else. So I would imagine there'll be a kind of interim arrangement. The deputy chair has stepped in to be acting chair. That's Wayne Donnelly. Wayne Donnelly is a very closely associated with road safety activity, so that's um, slower speeds making town centres and so on and around schools safer for people who are not in a car, you know, all those sorts of factors. Wayne's been associated with that. Will he stay on? We don't know. One of the things that's happened is that Adrian Young Cooper is one of several women who are running the CCOs. Brown is on record saying that competence, not diversity, is what he's seeking. And you can read that whichever way you like. But one potential consequence of Wayne Brown's mayoralty could be to replace a whole lot of women running things with men running things. 
Simon, Wayne Brown's job as mayor is certainly not starting easy. He already has one crisis to contend with. And that's the recent news that Kiwi Rail will shut down parts of its commuter network for much of 2023. So how important is it to the city that he addresses this promptly? One of the things you have to remember is that this is a Kiwi Rail issue. Mm -hmm. Kiwi Rail is the government, it's not Auckland Council. The problem is that the tracks have been badly laid and need to be relayed. And here's a classic example of if you don't do the job well and spend enough money to do it well, then you're going to have to redo it. This is a really classic example of they did it cheaply to start with when they re-established the rail not too long ago, and this is the consequence. So that idea of you can do everything more cheaply inherently is problematic if you end up with a job that will only last you a few years. Now, that's just something to remember in all this, but Kiwi Rail has to be encouraged Council has to insist that Kiwi Rail manages this process with as least amount of disruption to existing rail services and at the same time gets it done quickly because when the CRL, the City Railing, opens sometime in 2025, the rail network needs to be ready to go. The strategic goal is to ensure that as this maintenance and repair work is done on the rail on the tracks, we don't destroy the credibility of the rail network. We've got to keep public transport as a viable option for a lot of people and improve it enormously. So that strategic goal is still in front of us and that is the task for the Mayor, how to make that real. It's really not easy. There's no obvious way to do it. Wayne Brown's also said that he wants to stop some projects further down in the pipeline. What exactly is he referring to here and how likely is it that he'll just be able to stop projects that he doesn't think are necessary? Who would know? He has never identified projects that he thinks should be stopped. He wants the Northwest Busway, which is underway at the moment, to continue. He wants the Eastern Busway to continue. He wants the CRL to be finished. Those are the big projects. There's the Central Interceptor, which is fixing the water in Auckland so that we're not going to have feces on the beaches, that, that sort of thing. That's underway. He wants that to continue. So we don't know what the projects are that he might stop, but the projects that are next on the strategic list, he's never identified them, but they include motorway widening, they include further dedicated busways, they include light rail. The one thing he has said is he can't see the point in light rail. The reality in Auckland is that there is no support for tunnelled light rail in Auckland except in Cabinet. Cabinet appear to be the only people who want it to be a tunnelled light rail project because around Auckland politics and the various transport groups, the tunnelling option is not supported. Another big issue during this election was voter turnout. It declined again, with only about a third of the country turning out to vote, and there were similarly poor results in Auckland. So why do you think people aren't interested in local government, and why are they not getting out and voting? Well, I think this is a crisis. The best spin you can put on it is that people who are not very upset may be less likely to vote for a whole lot of people who are happy that their rubbish is being collected and the libraries and swimming pools are functioning. There are events in the summer and all those sorts of things. People can see that council's functioning and possibly are thinking, well, it doesn't really make much difference who's running council. Those services are going to continue. However, we do really need for democracy to work much greater participation in it. So we've got to look at how people participate. The Super City project, which has a small number of people representing very, very large numbers, much greater numbers per elected official than you get at Parliament, say. I mean, there are 40 Auckland MPs, but only 20 Auckland councillors, for example. We need to look at how that works. 
we need to look at the voting itself. Uh, my personal preference would be for a voting day to be re-established. And we need to look at the way consultation works. People need to know that uh, if they are able to make an input to what council's doing, they'll be listened to. There'll always be people who think they're not being listened to because they're in a minority, but you want people generally to feel that it's worth participating because you can make a difference. What about the introduction of online voting? Because the demographics are changing and you're essentially asking young people to do something that they may have never done in their lives by asking them to use their mail service to vote. I think online voting, we need to look at it. My my own view is that I don't know how we can uh, guarantee that online voting will be secure. Even if you could say it's secure today and make a system that was secure today, would it still be secure tomorrow? I don't know how you could do that. So I'm, I'm not a fan of online voting for that reason, but we do need to look at all the options. I'm proud that as a, an independent candidate, not endorsed by any party, I have managed to win the mayoralty with a large mandate. One thing that Wayne Brown has repeated since winning this election is that he has been given a huge mandate for change. But the votes that he received represent only about 15% of the voting age population. So how much of a mandate is that? And does it matter that so few people voted for him? I think he's right to say he's got a mandate. The people who voted, voted clearly for him. I I don't know how else you can construct a mandate except by saying that, you know, everyone had the chance to vote. He got clearly a clear working majority there. What he's got a mandate to do is less clear. He's going to fix Auckland. But if you look at transport, he's identified Auckland Transport as the organisation that Aucklanders love to get more angry about than anything else. That's probably true. Does it mean he's going to uh, reinstate car parks on arterial roads? He's actually not in favour of that. He's said that it's outrageous that you have clearways and arterial routes for buses and there might be just three car parks holding everything up. So he's not in favour of that argument, not in favour of ripping out cycleways. He wants cycleways built cheaply, not expensively. Well, okay, but that's still cycleways. And you build them cheaply if you build them on the road and just have a concrete divider. So... That may not be what people thought they were voting for when they voted for Wayne. I would guess he's not going to spend money undoing any infrastructure that's been built. So if you do have speed bumps, if you do have raised crossings and sections, if you do have those cycleways and so on, I don't think they're going to be taken out. Simon, looking at the 10 big jobs that you identified for the incoming mayor, in the next 100 days, what do you think Brian really needs to focus on? He's got to build a team. That's the first thing. His people skills come to the fore. He's got to build a working team with council support, trust and support among senior staff and CCO boards and their senior staff too. We'll make enormous progress in this city if there's a real sense of we're all in it together. If he decides to go to war with people, it will be slower and harder and he'll get a lot less done. And I'm sure he understands that. Thanks for joining us, Simon. That's it for this episode of The Front Page. You can read more about today's stories and extensive news coverage at nzherald.co.nz. The Front Page is produced by Sean D. Wilson with executive producer Ethan Sills. I'm Damien Venuto. You can follow The Front Page on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. And tune in tomorrow for another look behind the headlines.